Hey, you guys. <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> That's just us having a few gags earlier, but welcome back to Blueies and Shoeys. Where have you been? Where have you been, guys? And thank you to those who keep coming and keep watching. No, that's not true. We're up to four. So thank you, everyone that keeps watching, keeps subscribing. And I know, if you're my friend watching this, that it's by pure fluke because I've done no, what's the word, networking or sales to get people to watch. But So you're all Pucci's friends at the moment, so I can pretty much say what I want. But thank you for listening and continuing listening. This episode is a real treat for all you golf fans. It's a Ryder Cup special. Ryder Cup! Can't. Now, the Ryder Cup, I know what some of you are thinking, Woody. It's not about who can slip with the most women in the same year. The Ryder Cup is a golf tournament played against America and Europe. Uh, men's American team versus the men's uh, European team. Pretty much the best tournament in golf, would you agree? Presidents' Cups are far away second. Yeah, unfortunately, given we're both living in Australia. No, but we went to the Presidents' Cup. It was awesome. It's great, it's great. It was it awesome, but, it, but there's a it giant difference, in history. my opinion, between the Ryder Cup and anything else in golf. I, I think if you don't have to be a golf fan to A, watch the Ryder Cup, but B, if you went down to the golf course, you'd appreciate the atmosphere. Oh, yeah, would yeah. be amazing if you're a fan of sport. So you get hit with a Brooks Kepka drive. Drive to the eyeball. Yeah, we won't labour on that point. But look, guys, this is awesome. This Can't is wait. special. This is a special. This is catch. big. This is big. And we have a shoey, right? Ready. Same shoey always and never cleans. And we have the shoey on the table beauty. today because tell them why we have the shoey on the table. Well, what we're going to do, I'll give a brief introduction on uh, golf course and this year's Ryder Cup. We'll then go into a really quick quiz, five question I hate quiz. quiz. No, I hate quizzes. Yeah. This is tough because GMAC, to be fair, is the champion of quizzes. So it's been tough because what we'll do with three separate quizzes throughout this podcast is test GMAC's knowledge of the Ryder Cup to see if it's actually worth him giving you his predictions, his pairs that we're going to be leaning on. Yeah. Very I'd also like to just interject there and say like a lot of, there's a lot of gamblers that listen to this podcast and they wait for my Mad tips. gamblers. Mad gamblers and they wait for my tips so they can do the complete opposite. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I will, as always, yeah. deliver my opinion yeah. and then you do the opposite, guys. We've made a lot of people rich over the, the last the one, the one six thing, months. The one thing you've always been able to do, mate, is speak very methodically and give a really clear reason why you pick what you do. And then, However, the GMAC curse runs strong. It's real. So it's real. real. It runs strong. And therefore, but let's uh, without further ado, let's take it away. Uh, so this is our Ryder Cup special. Which give us an introduction on the course and what you would class as what the Ryder Cup is. Right, Marco Simeone Golf Course in my native Italy. As you know, I'm your resident oh, and favourite Italian. Apart from Mario. Oh, wahoo! Ciao, Graham. Come stai? Palais Italiano. You know, this is my native Italy, right? So you've got your native Italian, you're Scottish. I've been here. I've been here. You've been in Italy, Graham, mate. And the golf course itself, interestingly enough, won the Ryder Cup and then subsequently went through a complete redesign. I think obviously picked more on location, quality of sort of scenery and the like, but they went through a complete reno. I think also they were riding the wave of the Molinari brothers, and particularly, what's his name, Molinari? Yeah, yeah. Winning a major, winning the British Open, and then dominating the Ryder Cup when it was in France. So I think they used that wave to obviously bed and win and bring golf to Italy because before the Molinari brothers you wouldn't be able to name another Italian golfer, right? So they've been very... Christina Rocca doesn't get a look in. 
Yeah, uh, Rocco, to be fair to him, yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, but, I mean, it was a runner-up. Yeah, it was a one-off. Yeah, it was a runner-up. If you remember that putt at St Andrews, it was like oh, 400 metres or something, right, to get into a playoff. Anyway, my point only is that I think the wave of Italians wanting golf and, and Europe being very smart to align that, to let's keep that uh, momentum going, I think that's the reason that the course won it. Yeah. But once you win it, you then speak to your captain and you say, well, what do we want? Yeah. Who's our big hitters? Well, Ram hits it a mile. McIlroy hits it longer and straight. And anyway, we probably need a bit of an adjustment here because if it's a chip and putt competition, then the Yanks are going to win. Yeah. If, it's, if we make it a long drive, then it plays into our hands. So I think a lot of the redevelopments were, were one, probably to give the fans get the stadium up and, and stuff. That, that's where, sorry to interject, but uh, that, that's where I would probably say is been more of the focus of the design yeah. is more in the fact that... I mean, Areas the, where you can put big grandstands up and stuff. 100%. Yeah, yeah, so that's what they couldn't do previous to the redesign. Second is to make it uh, walkable and feasible, albeit it's noted that it's extremely hilly and very difficult to walk. So I think as, a, as pairings will go, I think it'll be tough for someone to go... All sessions basically just because I think, five. I think it will be well, tough. we'll get to that when we get to uh, yeah. old GMAX tips GMAX tips without saying that obviously these guys aren't athletes now golfers but it will take its toll just from the up and down hills it wears yeah. on you especially if the sun's you're looking at the Rugby World Cup sun's still pretty um, pretty hot out in Europe at the moment so it'll be interesting Dave Sampson the Saffa down the road from the big guy designed the, the big course. guy being you being me. I love how you talk about yourself in the third person, the big guy. Designed the course. Interestingly, they said the first four holes look really tough. Five and six look like sort of take the steam uh, out of things a bit. Seven, I think, is certainly the drive in particular is probably down there with the toughest hole on the course. And then interestingly enough, the closing holes are the big decision holes around, especially if you've got a long hitter versus someone that can keep it yeah. steady any you've got a course where you can shoot go real low or someone that can really blow out yeah. and, and you your partner in, in a bit of strife you don't get picked as a course for a Ryder Cup unless the first two to three holes are impossible yeah. and the last three holes are impossible yeah. because that's what yeah, that, I mean possibly you're going to no, yeah, I mean, so, t- so I mean tough all, I mean yeah, tough right all risk, all so if, if you look back to Paris like four years ago right the first hole you take most of them took an iron right because if you took a drive, you're in the water. Yeah. Uh, some of them took a like a five wood, right? And it was all but just being straight, right? And yeah. giving yourself that second shot, which was long, but you didn't want to be in the water, yeah. right? Well, I think we'll see a lot of high risk, high reward. Of course, and that's what I'm saying. Exciting. You need the first couple to play on the nerve of one the rookies and two even the seniors, right? Yeah, yeah. But the, the first couple of holes, that's what makes a man in the Ryder Cup. And then, of course, you don't want to be rocking into the 15th, 16th, right? And it's two down, and you go, oh, these are all body. Everyone's going to body, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need it to be, well, that's the toughest par three on the course. That's a long par five, and that's a, that's a tough yeah. par four for your last three finishing yeah. holes. If you've got, if and if you've, you've got, got that, you know that even three down, we can get Domi here. Yeah, if you could get a, a Kepka or a, a McElroy. I think it's you six, just need to give 16, the belief. You just need to give the belief that these are not four. straight, easy, yeah. no water, no challenges, easy holes, because... Yeah. Again, if you've got two short lead, even a one short lead going down, finishing straight on a major, and you go, oh, it's actually the last couple of holes are easy, right? You, the guy holds on, par, par, par wins, right? Or, or but There's sure. just too many easy opportunities. You want to see what, entertainment. You want to see entertainment, and you want to see risk. Like you said, risk versus reward. Yeah. Going for it in two on a par five where there's water, right? Because you need the win. Or laying up because you're already one up or two up, right? Um, yeah. that, that's the kind of thing that you want. That's the drama you want. Yeah, and that's what this course offers. So it's, uh, 
not sure if you're a golf fan or not sure if you should be tuning in. Not you, sure if you're even got, a fan. You may not be watching. Get logged in, turn it on. It's going to be awesome. The course is well set up. They What's the time difference in Australia? So we'll be watching it probably starting about 8, 9 o'clock at night and then right through. mid-afternoon. Oh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That would be lovely. Which is that would be, be lovely. Yeah, so we get to watch it from 3pm right through to midnight. And probably past that but. I'll be going to my bed at midnight. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, of course. I've got yeah. bedtime. I've got curfew. The missus got yeah. you on a curfew, apparently. But yeah. Right, what we'll do okay, is we'll go. kick off with our first quiz of the day. Oh, what, we've got three three quizzes. I'm excited. Let me have a look. Double check, yeah. One, two, three. I'll maybe just go like, okay, yeah, you can pick which one, mate. Oh, number two. Okay, number two. Right, mate. Wrong pick. Wrong pick. Is this a hard one? This is a hard one, right? Okay, that's right. Now, I'm not sure how hard these are. This is the difficulty. So well, do what I need we're doing to write, the quizzes... Notes? Is it a quick fire or is it just something I'll know? No, no, well, I mean, within 10 seconds, 15 oh, 10 seconds. seconds, okay. Now, I will check. If they are too hard, I might give you a multiple choice or okay. give you some options. You'll see from my honest reactions if I know what I've done. Yeah. That these have not been staged in any now, way. Now, to anyone Go. listening, what we're doing is, if GMAC, uh, five questions... If I get three... Then it's a draw. If I get four or five, I win and he does a shoey. If I only get one or two, then I do a shoey. Right? That's the rule? Yeah. Now, I haven't seen these questions, so these could be ridiculous and I'll be doing a lot of shoeys, but I do love a quiz, so let's go. Let's go for it. Right. How many players in the history of oh, the Ryder Cup have finished with a record okay. of five and zero and zero, which is... Oh, yeah, five, five wins. Yeah, that's... Fuck me, man. The, the Ryder Cup's been going for 70 years, 60 years, right? How am I meant to know that, right? Now, I know for a fact Molinari got 5-0 and oh in Paris. Uh, Fleetwood lost his singles, so he was only 4-0. Oh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. In the, last world, in the last Ryder Cup, I believe Dustin Johnson got 5-0. and oh. oh, no, he didn't. He got 4-0. Oh. 4-1. and one. Okay, so I've got 1 at the moment. There's got to be more. I'm going to go 3, ever. Okay. That seems well, low. what I'm going to do is I'm going to play hardball to start. So okay. I get a couple of points on the board. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, but very close. Four. What is it? Four. Oh. <laughs> okay, now, I'll give you those. So those are Larry Nelson. Yeah. Right. In 1979, Larry Nelson's first two Ryder Cups actually his record was nine and zip. Ooh, nice, nice. And that was when it was just Great Britain. Yeah. Fair. Arnold Palmer, the great Arnold Palmer, and he got five and all. Good Arnold. Well along with Gardner Dickinson in the same year. Right. So, so it was two five and all. But they Europe, partners for a lot of that. I'm not sure, but Europe would have absolutely—you'd uh, imagine—would have absolutely taken a, a uh, Harding back yeah. in '67. Would have still been the UK back but, then. But Franco Molinari with five said that he got five and zip in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the four. Wow, I was close there. To be yeah, fair, I was close yeah, yeah, there. But anyway, so goes down as a zero. But if you think about it, best part of the 40 years between Molinari and the other boys. Yeah. Yeah. Which just shows you how difficult it anyway, is. Anyway, wrong's wrong. I'm, yeah, I'm a sickle for the rules. Wrong's wrong. Go. Which two players have combined for the most formidable pairing in Ryder Cup history? Wow, okay. Okay, right. There's been a lot of good pairings over the years. So, recently, there's a couple of good pairings, obviously. You've got uh, JT and Spieth, but I don't think they probably combined for maybe seven or eight points. I don't think that's going to be enough. You've also got Cantley and, and Chauflay, who look they could be one of those ones in the, in the future could beat that quiz. Garcia partnered with the most, because again, Garcia's partnered with Rory, he's partnered with, he's par wait a minute, he's yeah. partnered with the other Spaniard, the Iron player. Actually, now that I think of his Spaniards, I'm going to go with the two Spaniards, I'm going to go with uh, Sevi Ballesteros, and I'm going to go with, well uh, what's his name again, two-time Masters champion, yeah. just tell me his name. 
Alathabel. Jose Maria Alathabel. Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah. The Spaniards are... Fucking Ryder Cup champions. The Spaniards are lethal in the Ryder Cup. Well, I would say that Chevy's been very much been given the... He's and long before his death, but he was given the mantle. He's a spiritual he, leader. When it went from the UK to Europe, right? Because it was a bit of a, a one-sided affair as a America versus the UK. When it became Europe, not everyone was bought into it. But Chevy at the time was the... Tiger Woods or the certainly the Maverick of golf at the yeah. time winning majors and he bought into it big time he cared exactly. about it more than anything he made it playing for Real Madrid or playing for Barcelona and that got the Europeans involved right and I think the reason it's so fan driven now and so loved is because of Seve yeah. so I'm glad I got that right I'm really exactly. glad I was yeah. nearly going to pick Garcia I know I was just I was going to I was obviously going to give you a little bit of a helpful you didn't need to because Garcia like you said had he's, he's, the one, he's got the most yeah. red cup points ever yeah. but he's had a lot of different partners yeah, yeah. So, so the pleased. record is 15 matches, 11 wins, 2 draws, 2 losses. Unbelievable. Who? Oh, as a, as a team. <laughs> I thought you, no, I thought it was special yeah. free. I had to guess the guy. No, no, no. no. Right, okay, so cool. 11 wins, 2 draws, 2 losses. Super, super. Now, yeah. like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if long-term Spieth and Thomas and or... Cantley and uh, Shoffley can beat that I record because I think they'll be picked as a team regularly I, I, maybe, and certainly in America they dominate in America yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But, but they'll struggle this time but I mean look, those guys have taken 11 to only lose 2 matches out of 15 ever, ever. that's ridiculous. insane yeah it's insane so that's why I just don't see them being beaten but, right this is a big a big favourite question of mine so what are we one each at the moment one each one American was twice left out of the Rudder Cup team after he'd won his majors AK's okay, won two majors. Won two majors and both times missed out. Right, okay, so Marco Mira won two in the same year, so I don't think it would have been him who. But I don't know if Marco Mira made a Ryder Cup. He's only got two majors for a start. I have to press you for time. No, no, I'm just. Got to think. Marco Mira won the Masters in 98 and the British Open in 98, so there's no way it's him. I'm just trying to think of people that got two majors in American. And your answer is. Tom Lehman. No. Okay. I'll give you a helpful hit. I mean, you've got it wrong, but I'll give you a helpful hint just for, for Pete's sake. Mm-hmm. He hits the ball fairly long. Oh, yeah, John Daly. John Daly. John Daly. But John Daly would have been a head case in the team, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's, but it's one of the... I actually asked my dad that question earlier. There's a case of, of course. But it's just such oh, of a course, once question. you know the answer, right? It's just such a good but, question. Well, yeah, well, I mean, he won, he won his USPG and then he won the 95 yeah. St. Andrews British yeah. Open. But bringing him into a Ryder Cup is like... <laughs> Lads, guys, 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 here's some coke. <laughs> right. No, brilliant. Right. It's like, no, you need professionalism, right? Yeah, you need camaraderie. He's a one yeah. ma- he's a maverick, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And also, I think he was very hit or miss. I mean, he got two majors and he had it a mile. Yeah, but that's right? what I want. That's I know that, but what I'm saying is, if you picture him with a Brian Hart, you want a consistent player. Yeah, but if, you yeah. Some, anyway. if he's not going to down the, down the way for a short hitter, anyway, like, I, we'll I to, yeah. Good question, though, good question. Which player? one of you now? Which player has had the most Ryder Cup partners in Ryder Cup matches? Most partners. Okay, so you've got to play a lot of games. So Garcia's played a lot of games and he's had a lot of partners. I'm going to go Sergio Garcia. Wrong. Oh! Can I get a second chance? Second uh, chance. I'll give you one more chance. Lee Westwood. Close. It's Nick Z German. Oh, Bernard Langer. Bernard Langer. Bernard Langer has had, he's had nine Ryder Cups, 12 yeah. different partners. Right. He's had 42. Sounds like Russell Brand. He's had 
42 matches, 24 points, so about even Steve, just above even Stevens. Well, again, when he was at his best, winning majors and stuff, Europe did have a pretty poor so team. Like America yeah. did much, yeah. as they always do, have yeah. the best team. But I, I just just imagine when you're given a like three one down here. So just, just imagine when you're given a partner every uh, every other. Mate, what am I doing wrong here? Am I boring it? <laughs> I mean, you can you can take it from two ways. You can go right. There's no connection there. Oh, this guy's so good at comparing with anyone. Hundred yeah, percent. Right? Um, but when I first thought about it, I, was, I, I, I just thought about the playing partners coming up to the captain guy fuck's sake mate get, yeah. someone else speak to fucking Bernard for 18 yeah. <laughs> I've got to listen to about voice spring duct yeah. technique one more time I'm going to kill that guy shell machine yeah. for your fucking automatic right anyway let's go next question last question this is to save just pride because I've lost yeah, the quiz exactly. in the famous or infamous 99 Brookline comeback by the Americans yep. Who made the monster? Justin Leonard. And against whom? Just Leonard. Uh, oh God, against who? I've got to get both. That, then yeah. surely I can forget both. That's three each. That's two questions. That's th- two questions. Against whom? Everyone it's Justin Leonard. And in uh, 1999, it is against... Oh, Just because you've got the answer for that one. God, 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 God. You've, already, you've mentioned his name already in the earlier. I'll laugh about Yeah. Boom. Three each. No. Three each. That's two Off questions. Off you go with your shoey, mate. Off you go with your shoey. Oh, give me a can. That's bullshit. I got three there. The last question was two questions. Anyway, it doesn't take a lot for me to drink a beer. For all those listening on Spotify, if you haven't seen or know what a shoey is, you put a beer down a dirty shoe and you do it. Right, good man. Right, what we'll be doing now is shooting into GMAC's initial thoughts on the US team, strengths and weaknesses of both the core team that were automatic qualifiers, but also captain's picks and potential pairings. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that quiz. Uh, it was a little bit tougher than, uh, but I think the the viewers, certainly my dad would like that quiz. He'll probably get them all right, to be honest. But and that was a good quiz. Um, but I still feel 3-3 would have been fair, but okay, 3-2. Right, let's go. <laughs>